Welcome to She Styles Lifestyle Podcast, where you'll hear no BS, only ways to help take your lifestyle to the next level. You'll hear from experts, strong men and women who are succeeding in their lives. They will share their skills and tips that they are using in their day-to-day lives. I promise no false information and keeping it majorly real. I'm an entrepreneur, lifestyle blogger, salon owner, and I'm your host, Samantha Nicole. Turn blog into today's Your New Image Boutique and Spa. Now hold on tight. Hey guys, welcome back to She Styles Podcast. It has been a wonderful journey. I mean, I know it's the first couple of months of 2020, but I'm going to dive into cut quickly saying, you know, it's not always easy to put yourself out there, but taking risk is important and vulnerability can be a gift. And yes, it's hard for us to open up and it can be painful and embarrassing, but it can also lead us to connection and acceptance. I have to admit vulnerability scares me, but it's necessary to ask the questions we want to know answers to. And we have to be not afraid to give the answers that aren't always the best. So it is a new journey for She Style, something a little bit different, and it's a new series. I'm going to ask really hard questions, and hopefully this takes you to a better lifestyle for you guys. So thank you, Kristen, for joining us. She is a local artist, and I'm going to ask her where she finds, well, where do you find your inspiration from? How do you keep on going? Um, well, first tell us about you, you know, (laughs) you know, because I feel like I know you, everybody in the community knows who you are. I'm sure you feel like that too. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Uh, yeah, definitely. I born and raised El Paso Wood. I went to, uh, high school here and then I went to college here for a little bit. Um, I went away to college and I graduated from UNM in Albuquerque. I studied oil painting. And after I realized I wasn't going to oil paint in Albuquerque, I moved back home where I started. I moved my studio from, you know, having my stuff in a large area to where I moved back home and had all of my stuff in a really small area. So I had to figure out that balance of making work from having a lot of space to having not a lot of space. Mm, And how did you do that? Um, I got really sad. (laughs) But... I was just, okay, well, let me figure out what I can work with and what do I have and what can I do with the space that I have and what can I practice? And I just kind of went from there. And was it hard to adjust to that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. I spent um, probably a year kind of just figuring out, like, what the hell am I going to do? And how did you keep, like, motivated and, um, not, and not going into, like, a depression and, you know? Right. I – what did I do? Um, I made sure – to kind of use up some of my time with the job. So, you know, I got a part-time job to where I didn't focus on the things that I wasn't doing. And I just used that time to focus on things that I could be doing. Um, I volunteered. Uh, I volunteered at a nonprofit here where they taught art to children. That's wonderful. Yeah. So after a couple of months of volunteering there, they gave me a full-time position there. So I did that for a couple of years and realized I want to make my own art. Yeah. And I can, so. And so you just quit the job and just started? I moved on to another job, which was also, um, because I wasn't used to not working and having Mm -hmm. a specific routine. So then after that, I got another job that was part-time. And I realized this sucks. I don't want to do this shit. 
Yeah. So then it took another couple of months to realize, no, we're not going to have a regular job. And I quit. And then now I'm doing art full time. Were you, were you scared to like quit? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, oh shit, what if everyone decides to hate me like tomorrow? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's kind of a toss up. Yeah. And how, how do you, and how do you deal with that night? I mean, how do you deal with that now? Because I, it's like job by job, right? Right. Um, thankfully, luckily, I'm still in a place where I have to turn down a lot of projects. So I think that's good. I have a lot of people that tell me, like, people are going to get tired of all the things you're making. So I know. <laughs> like, Who told so you that? That person is not on your tribe. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I've heard that from a couple of people. They're like, well, what if you keep doing it in El Paso and people are just going to get tired of all the things you're making? And I'm like... Well, there's other places other than El Paso, but thank you. Yeah, so I'm oh, just, wow. I just feel like, you know, when what I'm making outgrows the spaces I'm invading here, like, then that's when I branch out. Yeah, I think that's amazing. I think horrible for humans, you know, maybe oh, yeah. some parents need to teach their kids some yeah, manners. it was a little rough when I was like, well. Yeah, but I mean, not everybody's gonna, no, not everybody's gonna be rooting for you, and you have to be your biggest cheerleader, right? For I, sure. Constantly, I see that quote, and I constantly, truly believe it. Yeah. Um, but it's cool that you're being so honest and saying those things. Excuse me. <coughs> um, because it's so tough, and as you, I've never heard anyone say on the podcast that they just got up and quit. I did. Yeah. I just was like, fuck it. You know, yeah. like do or die. You have to. And uh, thank God. But I feel like that too. Like, I hope everybody will continue to love and support me. Because <laughs> yeah, it's scary because you're like, well, I don't have that regular routine of, you know, all those boring things I was doing before. So, yeah. So, and, and then inspiration. Like, where are you um, grabbing your inspiration? I, for me, am a visual person. So, like, when I look at, like, work and art and I like... Um, clean aesthetic but I also like noise in photos and stuff yeah. so for me I am drawn to your work um Thank you. and I mean I can't remember the first place I just know that we did we did a pop-up um at West Elm when you guys did your pop-up yeah or like the same time yeah, right so I really liked I really liked it because to me it's like dang like how cool, and I'll, and I'll quote my wife because my, my wife said, like, how cool for someone to be able to visually see that in their brain and then and then be able to, like, paint it, you know? And, yeah, I'm just, I'm not that talented. <laughs> <laughs> it's just practice. Yeah? yeah? Well, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. And how, how about um, inspiration? Where are you grabbing it? Um, so I went to school for oil painting, so I wanted to be, like, one of those cool old, like, white dudes, like, painting. Like, I wanted to sit with a bunch of colors and big canvases, and I wanted to just paint. Um, so I think a lot of my inspiration still comes from, like, big, chunky textures of canvas and big oil paintings and things that aren't clean and things that have a lot of texture and movement. Um, those are the kind of images that I'm always looking at kind of just remembering what I used to do. Um, I think I'm also really inspired by people who are making a lot of quality work. Kind of feels like they don't ever sleep. Mm -hmm. They're just like, I'm in Russia painting and I'm in Tokyo painting and I'm back in LA doing this show. Like, I think it's exciting that people that are just so involved in creating and are not stopping. I'm like, yeah, don't stop. I need to just keep moving. And where, where are you grabbing your inspiration from? Social media. Social media. I love hanging out with magazines, too. Um, I used to be a big magazine hoarder. 
for the longest time I wanted to go into costume design mm -hmm. um, in college. So I was a big like, I like to see the fabrics and I like to see the texture and I like to see what people were wearing and who was making it and all of that stuff. So a lot of print, a lot of social media. Yeah, I think that's that's cool. I am also, you know, denial that I have a magazine problem. <laughs> you can't get rid of them. <laughs> no, I can't. No, I need to look back at them. Yeah, I really feel, um, and I think as an artist, for me, I feel like I'm, I'm a hair artist. So I feel like when I'm looking at hair, I do like the texture of a beach yeah. wave. I love how we can build up from scratch and keeps making it bigger and bigger. For sure. And, um, but I also feel like sometimes as artistic people, we can go through like a dry spell. You know, like we're just kind of like cut and we're like, oh my God, we need to post on Instagram. We need to do this and to yeah. do that. Like we're meeting new people. So then when we're doing all that stuff, our, I feel like our artistic mind just kind of just shuts down because yeah. we're also in business mode, right? For sure. So how do you keep, um, like when you, what do you do when you feel like you're at that point? And I'll tell you what I do, but. Um, I try to just move past it. So if I'm working on something that I'm just like, what the fuck is this? No one would like it. I don't like it. I try and push it to the side and start something new. So I try and work through it every time. Like even if it's like, well, I have no creative this. I have no momentum this or inspiration that. I just do something completely different. Do you do anything like like meditation, sit down? Or are you just, for you, it's like you need to go, go, go into the next project? Um, a lot of the time, so I love to have a schedule, mm -hmm. like even though I don't have, you know, a regular like eight to five or, you know, a timed out um, work schedule, I like to have like a personal, like from this time to this time I work, whether that's super productive or super silly, like I'll work on something. No, it's, I think you're the first one to say that because I think as entrepreneurs, everybody thinks that we have freedom to do whatever the oh. hell we want. <laughs> And it's, it's not true. Good. Yeah. You know, I, I tell my employees all the time, if you don't see me here in the building, it's not because I'm not at home not working. Yeah. It's I'm constantly have a schedule from here to here to work. I try to get off like a normal person and I hate to admit that, but probably <laughs> at seven, I'm like, yeah. nothing. I need to right. just be connected yeah. to my home life. Yeah. You know? It's important. Yeah. For you too? Yeah. I mean, um, I will plan my day around going to the gym because... I'll have all this built up like tension and the way I'm sitting and just like the people I'm talking to or the things that I'm dealing with personally. I have to go to the gym because I know those people aren't involved in my life other than when we meet at the gym. Yeah. And what 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 personal things do you because I feel like an entrepreneur when we go into like personal stuff, I feel like sometimes we have to like wake up right away because at the end of the day, we still like this is still our job. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? <laughs> I was gonna say it's scheduled from this time <laughs> to this time. <laughs> no, I just have to I just have to remember to separate everything. So mm -hmm. I recently moved into a new space to where I have a separate studio space and a separate sleeping space. That's so cool. Yeah, I never had that before. So I'm able to be like, you know what? Fuck drawing for today. I shut the door and I can like not worry about, you know, having to produce something or be in that weird mood but yeah i like to just separate everything personal work everything fun gym it's all separate yeah I that's really to. cool and so to. what what makes your um no i just love that because i in my head i literally think like new york and i think like um i had this hairdresser friend who um created this movement of hair and so he literally slept in one part of his space and the other space was open to just like his clients 
Yeah. And I thought that's so awesome. It wouldn't work here in El Paso, but I just <laughs> Yeah. But it, I, I'm like, don't, yeah. so you don't know where I live. You don't know where I live. But I just thought it was super rad because I thought like, damn, like that is just like you can just literally get up and like head to there and like yeah. do hair and do whatever. And so yeah. I could imagine for you it's like that. Yeah, it's like I joke and I always say my uniform is sweatpants. Like I can choose when to start and when to stop. So I, yeah, that's, that's helped a lot. Well, I like that because you only see me in yoga pants at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look like garbage at home all the time. No, I'm sure you don't. My bun is like over here. Um, what, where can we see your work and where do you feel like has been your favorite projects? Can I ask that? Yeah, it's because okay. when everyone, so, everyone asks me, I always like, fuck. Like, I need well, to have, like, a list of it. So yeah. you like, this is where you find it. No, no, but, like, where, where, where would be your favorite projects, right? Because I know that one time you did this, and it's not here anymore. It was underneath the spaghetti bowl. I was talking about it earlier. You had you had some work at some little space at the bottom. And it wasn't a little space. It was a huge space. And everybody was showcasing art. They had a coffee shop there. Mm-hmm. But that's where I first saw you. you, you like, oh my god, what is it? You don't, you don't have to remember. Because that was probably the first time that I was introduced right. to your work. So where are your favorite places? Um, one of my most favorite pieces is the one that I did in um, downtown El Paso on Father Rom and El Paso Street. That one to date is my largest piece. Uh, she lives outside on this really textured wall. Uh, the background is this beautiful red. And you can see it at all times of the day because it's really well lit um, in this area. That one's probably my favorite that I just want everyone to like go and see. Also because of El Paso Street, it's like their, what is it, their fashion district. So uh -huh. It's always busy. And where, where, how long did it take you to make that? Um, and how did you do it? What, what, what were your, because we just see it as a, you did it. Right. It looks right. beautiful. We're not seeing the ends and days of all your hard work. Right. So that one, I, I was contacted by the gentleman who um, rents out all of these spaces and he was like, hey, I have this wall. Come look at it. What would you paint on it? So I made a proposal for him. I was like, well, this is what I would do. This is how much it would be. This is how long it should take me. And I gave it to him and he didn't answer me for a while. And I was like, shit, like, is it too much? Is it too weird? Like, does he hate it? He doesn't want to tell me. Um, a couple months later, he was like, hey, we were trying to retexture the wall. Like, I love it. Let's do it. So I had to rent a scissor lift. Mm. I was like, I don't know how to rent a scissor lift. So I got online and they let you do it online. And I was like, sweet, I need it from this day to this day. You'll deliver it. Here's the address. Here's my money. Show up. Yeah. So on the day that I'm supposed to get my scissor lift, some a man calls me and he's like, how did you rent this? And I was like, what? He's like, how did you rent it? Like, you can't rent this unless you're a contractor. I was like, well, I did it online and I already paid you, so I can, and I did. Yeah. He's like, well, we, we can't deliver to that area because it's really, like, small. It's really tight, and it's a one-way. And I was like, well, pretty sure you can. Yeah. But he gave me a really hard time because he was just like, well, I, we can't rent this to you. You're not a contractor. And I honestly feel like it was because I was a girl just, like, renting it. Yeah. And so they gave me the shittiest lift. Like, the tires were all fucked up. The gentlemen who were delivering it were just, like, so annoyed that they had to come on this one way to deliver the scissor lift. So, eventually I got it. I had to, like, teach myself how to use it because they were like, here it is. Bye. We're going to pick it up on this day. Yeah, they were a nightmare. Um, so, I was like, okay, it should take me three, three days. I gave myself three days to do it. So, it's 60 feet long, 
by 19 feet high. So like, all right, three days, let's do it. Uh, it ended up taking me five days because of the lift situation. Um, but yeah, started from the top, worked my way to the bottom so that the lift would be like out of my life early. The five days only? That's amazing. I thought you were gonna yeah. say like two or three weeks. No. Yeah, if the wall wasn't so textured, it probably would have taken me the three. Oh, so it has to be a textured wall? No, the wall is just so like, um, it's just really chunky and textured, mm -hmm. so I couldn't get a good base coat. So I had to like go over it a bunch of times and eat up all my brushes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it just took a really long time to actually get white on there. Like That's solid. so cool. Yeah, but it was fun. Okay, um, and then your next piece? Um, oh, one of my other favorites is that Lululemon. Because I have four pieces there. Okay. So Lululemon's, they sell beautiful athletic wear. I'm wearing that now, in case anyone can see me. <laughs> um, yeah, there's one behind the cash wrap and then in every um, dressing room. That is so yeah, cool. Yeah, that one was super fun. They had like a whole event. Uh, they dressed me in Lululemon while I painted for, you know, a dinner. It was great. I had a blast. Oh. Those girls are great, yeah. That's cool that, because you like build relationships, you know, yeah. and that they stay forever. Yeah, definitely. I had fun. Oh, I love it. Okay, so I really liked your West Elm piece too. Okay. I feel like that is like one of my favorites of your oh, work. Um, and you say you want to continue to go back there, right? Yeah, that one was weird to paint because they're like, okay, well, we need it in two days so we can have an unveiling, but we want to do that in two days. And the amount of space that you have to actually work inside of that little window is like... Maybe like three feet yeah but it, it I, I mean i don't even know how you did it, it. Was sweaty in there like it was hot and we like closed it off so no one could see it and i was just dying um 11 feet by 22 feet amazing that was fun yeah you are yeah. you i mean you're talented thank you. thank you um what do you see yourself doing in the next six months uh ooh. uh hopefully painting more outside of el paso so Next month, March, I will have, I will be doing my first painting outside of El Paso mm -hmm. at um, one of my friend's restaurants in Albuquerque. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm excited. Uh, so hopefully I can just keep doing pieces outside. It would be fun to like travel for, you know, a couple of days to go paint and then come back and then constantly do that. So. Okay. So let's talk business now. Okay. <laughs> let's talk numbers. <laughs> Oh, how, no, yeah. yeah. How do you figure out like what you charge people as far as like because it, I mean and, and we're asking because I want to answer we we need answers for people who are trying to like right. get into this business yeah. right yeah. so how did you start I'm sure your prices from when from when you first started to now yeah are way different yeah so how did you do that like how can someone skip all that or can I feel like you can't um. I feel like you really have to just understand what your time is worth. I mean, it's just going to be what you're going to hear from, like, you know, a couple of other people. But know what your time is worth. Mm -hmm. Think realistically about the market that you're in, you know, for whatever. Clear. Whatever uh -huh. it is. Um, think of something you really wouldn't want to do and how much you would charge for that. Mm -hmm. So let's say I needed to, you know, paint something that I really wouldn't want to paint, like, is my price for something I really do want to paint? Do those go together? Like, would I do that? Would I do that for that price and do this for this price? That one was always hard for me because I was like, well, what if one day I really need to do a project? You know, bills. Everyone has bills. Yeah, we all got bills. Like, is my price for what I'm setting for all the fun stuff that I like doing? Because uh, genuinely, I love painting, you know? So there's a couple of walls that I've done for free because I'm like, fuck yeah, I have time, I have paint. Let's do it. 
Yeah. Um, so just being realistic about bills and how to pay for those things and how to stay alive and eat more than once a day. Um, yeah, I think you just have to think about all those little factors that you should be thinking of already. And um, so, and now do you feel like now you have like a set price or do you feel like you're still, I think mine still fluctuates because some people that really want a piece might want something simple and I'd be like, okay, well that's, you know, silly for me to charge you a rate for something super detailed that would take me a lot longer to do. So, and, and I feel like your work is so, um, also very, I, I want to say it's almost like fashion. I feel like when I, when I saw oh, your work, like it is, it is because I think the way you're saying like, like texture and hair yeah. for me, a lot of people don't think. So when I opened the site really quickly, everybody was like, what is it going to be? Right. And I was mm -hmm. like, Oh, it's going to be a spa and we're going to have fashion pieces because I design jewelry and stuff. So they were like, okay. And they're like, but you know, hair isn't fashion. Oh, when someone like, told me yeah. that, I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the other part of it. Yeah, it is because I mean, when, who do you think it? Who when people are wearing clothes and the texture and the hair, they're walking out on stage. Yeah. They have to have people doing their makeup and their yeah. hair, and they have they has. You know what I mean? And if the hair's wrong, it's like ooh. Yeah, like everything else just feels weird. That's right, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Without us, it's, it's done. Yeah. No, just yeah. kidding. But I just feel like even with that fashion. So for me, like when I see your work, I think Twiggy. I think like people who really bring out these aesthetics. So. I mean, I, I feel like your your work is just so different compared to someone else's. So you could you should I think that you maybe you in the future have like a certain rate, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because I think your look is I'm not gonna get anybody else to do your right, look, you right. know? Which which is awesome and sucks for hairdressers because I feel like now I do things so differently when I do my blondes because I mm -hmm. want to make sure that you can't see this yeah anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so um. Okay, so we're talking. So now I, I got, I got, I got lost. <laughs> I, got <excited. laughs> I got excited. Yeah, but um, where? What do you think that has been the hardest battle for you in all of this? Because I mean, I think that you've been a true success. But if you, if you feel like there's been any hard parts, what would that be? Um, I would probably say. I've had hard times with other gentlemen in the art community mm -hmm. that kind of don't see my work as like equal to theirs or something that I could you know match up to what they're doing really like yeah. what there was this one gentleman I love this story so much because everyone's face is always just like what the fuck so I was at an event and there was someone that I've known through mutual people and he was live painting so I say, hey, dude, what's up? How are you? You like painting. I like painting. Someday let's, like, do something together. So he looks at his friend. And he's like, yeah, for sure. You can hold our brushes for us. And I was like, I got so sad that he said that, like, to my face. And I didn't know what to say. So I just kind of just was like, okay, cool. And I left. And then you see them now, and they're probably like, what the hell? This I see amazing. him everywhere, and he pretends that I do not exist. He, like, looks past me. So I had a similar story. We had a woman I worked with. And so I was, you know, a single mother. I was super frantic. I didn't know where the next meal was coming from. And so her husband, she's like, let her go. She's not going to be here. <laughs> Sends me to the office. And um, to the doctor's office, you know. <laughs> and then he's like, I just think that this is not for you. So I'm like, 
oh, okay, thanks. So then, I mean, that really just put a light under my ass, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, 10 years later, here I am, and they're, they always act like they don't know who I am, which is insane because I'm like, you know who I am. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why people have to, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've, I'll have i do the same thing, too. I like to be petty from time to time, but... I'm like, hey, I don't, hi. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get it. When people yeah. are in, like, the similar field, it's just like... How are we all gonna grow, dude? Yeah, and so, I mean, and then it, a men thing is also something that I've had to deal with because I'm a woman, I design everything as far as like the the way that our building was, and so it was like from scratch. Mm -hmm. And so when they're talking to a woman, they're like, you can't really have a polished floor. <laughs> I mean, that's not gonna look like this. You know, and stuff, and you're like, no, that's what I want. So yeah. just give it to me. Like, I'm yeah. paying you, just do it. Yeah. So, all right, how, how, I mean, is the same thing? I mean, it's just, it goes back to, like, me trying to rent a goddamn scissor lift. It's like, dude, I stand on there and I push a button. Like, you guys do it all day. I can't do it, too. But, um, yeah, no, uh, I've had a couple of instances with, like, um, men just being men. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's the only thing you feel like has been the hardest thing for you? Um, I think so. And then I also feel like, like, remembering not to, remembering to be social and to be a human like it's I think art is such a it's such like a solo act sometimes and it takes so long because you have to use your brain you have to use your hands like it's a completely like emotional thing to where I could do it for you know slap on some headphones I could paint for eight hours but then I have to remember like all right dude you know practice practice your brain muscles practice you know communicating with other people for <laughs> a little bit of time so so can we get into that can we get into dating how is that how, how is it like dating an artist <laughs> <laughs> I, that's when I like to stay at home <laughs> and I don't talk to anybody yeah um I feel like I have too many walls to paint yeah that's you're, you're not there yet no yeah that's no. okay boys are silly boys are silly for boys sure um no thank you I always say, like, thank God I married my wife before before I opened a business. Because, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because I feel like now, it's like, we're, all we do is talk, you know, we're like, go home, we talk, and we try to, like, in tune, but we're so busy with, with life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, before we go, what mantra are you living by right now? Um, slow down, but move forward at the same time. Oh, I love that because you have that is that is an, an art in itself. You're so artful. <laughs> I love it. It's like a, I was just trying to think of like what am I trying to do? I'm trying to slow down, uh -huh. but I have to not let anything bother me that's already happened. So yeah. we'll move forward always. Work efficiency. Always. What um if you could tell your younger self anything, what would that be? Boys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um I, I would say do more things for yourself. Like, who cares what someone else is doing? If you like it, you should do it and do more of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Women, are you hearing this? And I hope this empowers you because yeah. you truly need to. We Sometimes we need to hear that. Yeah. You know, Mercury right now is on retrograde. <laughs> Mercury's in Gatorade. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm trying, like, to not 
look at anything that says that. So I'd be like, nope, it's not affecting me. It's not affecting <laughs> If I don't read it, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much. It's been a joy having you on thank you. the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And hey guys, thank you so much for always listening and putting your comments and, you know, just giving me a review on Apple. It means a lot that you guys take the time to do that. I hope this helps you change your lifestyle and continue to grow. And we will see you guys next week on She Styles Podcast. Hi, it's me again. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. I want you guys to put words into action, grab inspiration. I love people and I love helping you get to your next level. I want to revolutionize your lifestyle. I want to help you get to your next best self. And if you love this episode, go into our reviews, write one down, and find us on social at Your New Image and at She Styles Lifestyle. Everything will always be on our show notes. And until next time, put your style into your lifestyle.